Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Julia Connor here. Last week, we talked about Fort Hood police and their efforts to help you take care of those outstanding warrants on post and off with Amnesty Month this October. Turns out the U.S. Magistrate Office is doing the same thing. We're talking about the court that's here on Fort Hood. They'll give you amnesty for offenses committed on the Fort Hood Reservation. With me in the studio, Christina Baxter, Chief Federal Litigation Paralegal for the U.S. Magistrate Court and Officer M.D. Starrett. Christina, first of all, tell us what this amnesty means. Basically, what that means is that people who have active warrants for misdemeanor crime or traffic offense, they have the option between now and November 3rd to come to the courthouse and not have a risk of being arrested. After November 3rd, Amnesty October is over, and then if they're caught on Fort Hood or outside the installation, they can be arrested. Now, you said traffic fines or misdemeanors. Can you give me an example of some of the misdemeanors? Yes. A misdemeanor would be if you've been arrested for assault, shoplifting from the PX, DWIs on Fort Hood, possession of drug cases. Misdemeanor warrants are going back to 2008. There are 678 active warrants right now for misdemeanor crimes. And 3,700 traffic warrants. Because I guess a lot of people think, well, if we just don't show up in court or if we don't, uh, you know, pay the fine, right. pretty soon it'll just go away. But it never goes away, does it? No, ma'am. That warrant's still going to be attached to you. That warrant follows you all over the country. Mm-hmm. Now, Officer Starrett, Christina sort of warned us what would happen if we don't take advantage of this amnesty period. You explain it to us. Well, after November the 3rd, uh, any uh, offenses, you stand the possibility to be arrested and from there transferred to um, Waco, Texas, where the, the federal detention center is located. And that means a lot more money and a lot more time involved in getting rid of maybe your traffic ticket that you had. Absolutely. Therefore, the possibility stand in jail for a couple of days prior to seeing the judge. It's a lot of waste of your time along with money. And it can be very embarrassing, too. If you're stopped for a traffic offense, you've got somebody in your car. Maybe it's your mother. Maybe it's your child. And they find out that there's a warrant out for your arrest. And then it's like, sorry, you got to go to jail. That's great. We're trying to bring people into compliance that have outstanding warrants. Some might not be aware of their having outstanding warrants. They might have changed the address when they sent out the summons or anything. So therefore, our object here is just to make sure they are in a compliance and give them the ability to take care of it prior to that November 3rd date. So how do people find out if there is a warrant out for their arrest on Fort Hood? Well, if it's a traffic violation, they can call 254-287-2710. If it's a misdemeanor, they can call Officer Sterrett, which is me, at 254-287-5683. Okay, so say I find out there is a warrant out. I got to pay a fine. I don't have the money. I'm scared to come in. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens a lot. Um, <laughs> if it's a traffic warrant, you come on in, see Miss Connie Trumbo. She has the authority to work out payment arrangements. Um, Now, if it's a misdemeanor warrant, you come in. What happens first is you'll reset your court date, your first court date. You see the judge. The judge only at this point reads you your charges. Once that court date's over, you are assigned an attorney. If you cannot afford one on your own, you will get one appointed to you. After that first court date and after your your initial meeting with your attorney, you'll have a second court date set. This is your arraignment you'll enter a plea of guilty or not guilty. And then if you enter a plea of guilty, you're usually sentenced that day. And then okay. if you're not, if you enter a plea of not guilty, then a trial will be set. And that comes later on. 
for the traffic fines. Just no. come in, pay the fine, and whatever. But for the others, like for assault or burglary, things like that, that's when you have to have the court date and you have to go through the, that is correct. the whole trial thing. Okay. The amnesty period in effect now until November 3rd. Now, the violations, where did the violations occur? All on Fort Hood. If you're on any part the, of installation. The reservation, correct. And you're caught poaching. I mean, if you're trespassing in one of those training areas without an access area pass, that's also a crime that we prosecute. So we're talking about out there and also in the housing areas. Oh, yes. And uh, on the main post, West Fort Hood, North Fort Hood. If you got a violation there and there's a warrant out for your arrest, then you need to come in now during this amnesty period. That is correct. All right. Once again, what should we do if we believe we've got a warrant out for our arrest? What should we do during this amnesty period? If it's a traffic it? warrant, call 254-287-2710. If it's a misdemeanor, you can call 287-5683. Or you can email christina.m.baxter at us.army.mail. Or you can stop by. Building 5794 at the intersection of Wainwright and 24th Street. You'll see a big old building with a green top and have building 5794. All right, I want to thank you both for joining us. I've been talking with Christina Baxter and Officer M.D. Starrett from the U.S. Magistrate Court here on Fort Hood. Wrestling fans, get ready to meet your favorite superstars. Four superstars from the WWE are coming to Fort Hood for a meet and greet with the soldiers and families. Come out and meet WWE champion Alberto Del Rio, Mark Henry, The Big Show, and Diva Kelly Kelly. October 24th at Club Hood, 11 to 1. They're coming to Fort Hood and they want to meet you, your favorite WWE superstars. Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here, and with me in the studio, Sandy Landis. She is Troop 6301's leader. And when I say troop, we're talking about daisies and brownies. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Now, daisies and brownies, how old are they? Um, daisies is kinder and first grade, and brownies are second and third graders. Okay, and of course, I'm sure y'all all know daisies and brownies are young Girl Scouts. Yes, ma'am. And you've got something planned for them coming up this October because they can earn badges. Yes, ma'am. Um, the Drug Enforcement Administration has put out a special Red Ribbon Week patch initiative this year, challenging Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts to um, participate and raise drug awareness in their communities. My girls have decided to do this, and there are certain criteria that we have to meet in order to earn this patch, and there's only 20,000 patches being given away nationwide. Yeah, so what are they going to do? We are going to, first, our girls all have to sign a pledge saying, stating that they will be drug-free. They have to have um, attend a drug awareness class. So we're going to be talking with D.A.R.E. to have them come in and give that class to the troop. Um, we are also going to be having two opportunities for community members to come by during our regular meeting time on October 25th from 4 to 6 at Montague Community Life Center on Westford Hood and sign a pledge. And we're going to release red balloons for each pledge that is signed that day. And then again on October 27th at Montague Village Elementary School, we're going to have a booth at their fall carnival. And for each student or parent that signs a pledge with us that day, we'll receive a free pencil. 
Now, everybody's invited to come in and help out the girls in this way. Yes, ma'am. Everybody, doesn't matter which village you live in, please come out and support the girls and sign a drug-free pledge. Okay, so that'd be really great if you had to buy thousands of balloons because of all the <laughs> pledges that you got. That would be awesome. We could turn the sky red that day. <laughs> now, the Red Ribbon Campaign, this is something that goes on nationwide. It is. It's been. This is the 25th anniversary of the Red Ribbon Campaign. started out as a way to honor one of the special agents that was killed in action fighting against the drug war. And so it has continued on to raise awareness throughout the nation. The schools usually give the kids the red ribbons to wear, and they usually do the Red Ribbon Week fun stuff like crazy socks, wear a hat to school, wear shades to block out drugs. They do different things during the school week to also raise awareness and make it a little bit fun for the kids too. Now these kids are so young, um, the daisies, and the brownies. Why is it important for them to get involved in something like this? I don't believe you can ever start too early to raise awareness with your children. You know, it's not safe to do drugs and let them know the dangers that are out there and what to look for. Brownies and Girl Scouts, you're the Fort Hood troop. What if we have a mom out there who's thinking, my little girl would be happy to be a part of one of the troops on Fort Hood. What do they go about doing that? Um, well, I'm actually the Fort Hood troop organizer, so they can contact me directly. Sandy.Landis, and that's E-S at gmail.com or 254-213-1568. We are also having a Girl Scout Roundup on October 18th from 6 to 8 at the Montague Village Community Life Center. And so we'll be happy to sign girls up. And we are also looking for troop leaders. So any moms out there interested in getting your girls in, I need leaders. <laughs> All right. So once again, tell us about this Red Ribbon campaign and what are those two important events that we can help out our daisies and brownies. The Red Ribbon Week campaign starts off October 23rd through the 31st. It is to raise drug awareness in all communities. And our events are going to be October 25th from 4 to 6 at the Montague Community Life Center on West Fort Hood. And then again on October 27th from 4 to 545 at the Montague Village Elementary School. And it's for the Fall Carnival. Well, thank you very much. I have been talking with Sandy Landis. She is the troop leader, Troop 6301, Daisies and Brownies here on Fort Hood. We've been talking about the Red Women campaign and what they're doing to earn those badges. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. The Comprehensive Soldier Fitness Performance and Resilience Enhancement Program is holding a performance skills education one-day workshop Tuesday, November 8th, 9 to 5 at the Resiliency Campus, Building 12020. The Comprehensive Soldier Fitness Performance and Resilience Enhancement Program is open to soldiers, family members, DOD employees, and contractors, and includes one-hour sessions on mental skills foundations, building confidence, goal setting, and imagery. To learn more, contact April Zitkus at 288-4671. You must register to attend. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor out here in the 3-4 headquarters building as Fort Hood's commanding general signs a proclamation recognizing Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Fort Hood continues to call attention to the problem and offer solutions. Chantel Thomas, a survivor of domestic abuse, is here on Fort Hood sharing her experience. Yes, I, um, over 15 years ago I was in an abusive relationship and in that relationship everything that I thought was love was characteristics of an abusive person. He, you know, he wanted to be with me all the time. He wanted to know where I was going, and it got worse where it got to be. It was physical abuse, it was mental abuse, emotional abuse. And until my family intervened and stepped in, and my husband now who intervened and helped me, I wouldn't have lived. So what advice can you give to someone in an abusive relationship? I 
really strongly advise that you get help. Don't go back into that relationship. Get Find the authorities, the right people, the right resources. And if you feel like you don't have the right resources, you can go to the authorities as far as the, the police. So I, I do think that there's a lot of resources that I didn't know about and that so many people don't know or think that they have. Barbara Myers with Fort Hood's Family Advocacy Program says Fort Hood has a number of resources to help prevent domestic violence. We do have a lot that is available, and every month we have training at either Palmer or Howes Theater for the, uh, the active duty military, and it is a requirement, you know, if you do wear that uniform, that you attend the Spouse Child Abuse Awareness Training at least every fiscal year. Every trainer within Family Advocacy, the parenting has reoccurring classes, well, how do we find out about your programs and what's being offered? Well, you can call the central number to Family Advocacy, 286-6774. That's the central number, so they can refer you to any um, what, your, what your interests are, what you're looking for. So your main goal is to prevent domestic violence. Oh yes, absolutely. We go out to the community, we go out to the units, we're at the uh, FRG meetings. We're out there. All you have to do is call us. I don't care if you've only got 20 minutes. I'll come out and I'll do a quick stress talk. If you've got a group of moms and you're interested in maybe some parenting, you can call that number. Uh, Letty Lerma, she's talking about healthy relationships with teenagers because that's when the dating starts and that is when they need to become aware of what is love versus what is dominance and what's aggressive. And what's that number again if we need more information or we'd like to set up a meeting or a class? 286-6774. Major Keith Washington also here from the Department of Social Work on Fort Hood which treats families caught up in domestic violence. Yes we have uh, different treatment groups for males and females. We have anger management, we have stress management, we have conflict resolution. One of the departments that I'm in charge of does marriage and family therapy for the low-level abuse. If there's some serious abuse going on, we don't want to put them in couples counseling. But if it's mild-level, verbal, uh, emotional, we can use that and get them into some couples counseling and start building and rebuilding and re establishing ties with the couple through that counseling aspect. We just got accredited by the state of Texas to have a batterer's intervention and prevention program, which we call the BIP program. Say a service member is called judicial system says that he has to go to court mandated treatment. We are certified here to do the 21-week BIP program, we call it, for the batterer's intervention. But we also have the female BIP in case we have any female offenders. And we also have support groups for women who are victims. We have anger management group for females who are offenders. And the same thing with the males. We have the offender group and we have the victim group. So we offer a wide array of supportive as well as treatment services. And we're also able to, because some soldiers come in and say, I want to see somebody out in the community. So we have a close alliance with different aspects of treatment facilities out in the community that we can refer to. But the majority we keep in-house and we provide those kind of treatment services, whether it's supportive for the victim or whether it's treatment for the offender, both male and female. Fort Hood, recognizing signs and symptoms of domestic violence and working hard to stop it. Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.